Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 229 of our journey. Today's reading contains one of the best-known verses in all the prophets. For I know what I have planned for you, says the Lord. I have plans to prosper you and not to harm you. I have plans to give you a future filled with hope. What is often missing, though, is an understanding of the context. This verse is a message to the Jews in exile. It is accompanied with instructions to settle down and live in the land of Babylon. They will be there for 70 years. The message of this verse, both then and now, is that despite the hard times that surround us, we can trust that God is working out a greater plan. Join me in Jeremiah 29 through 31, and remember that God does have our best interest in mind. Jeremiah 29. The prophet Jeremiah sent a letter to the exiles Nebuchadnezzar had carried off from Jerusalem to Babylon. It was addressed to the elders who were left among the exiles, to the priests, to the prophets, and to all the other people who were exiled in Babylon. He sent it after King Jeconiah, the queen mother, the palace officials, the leaders of Judah and Jerusalem, the craftsmen, and the metal workers had been exiled from Jerusalem. He sent it with Elisa, son of Shaphan, and Gemariah, son of Hilkiah. King Zedekiah of Judah had sent these men to Babylon to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. The letter said, The Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says to all those he sent into exile to Babylon from Jerusalem, Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and allow your daughters to get married so that they too can have sons and daughters. Grow in number. Do not dwindle away. Work to see that the city where I sent you as exiles enjoys peace and prosperity. Pray to the Lord for it. For as it prospers, you will prosper. For the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel says, Do not let the prophets among you, or those who claim to be able to predict the future by divination, deceive you. And do not pay any attention to the dreams that you are encouraging them to dream. They are prophesying lies to you and claiming my authority to do so. But I did not send them. I, the Lord, affirm it. For the Lord says, only when the 70 years of Babylonian rule are over will I again take up consideration for you. Then I will fulfill my gracious promise to you and restore you to your homeland. For I know what I have planned for you, says the Lord. I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you. I have plans to give you a future filled with hope. When you call out to me and come to me in prayer, I will hear your prayers. When you seek me in prayer and worship, you will find me available to you. If you seek me with all your heart and soul, I will make myself available to you, says the Lord. Then I will reverse your plight and will regather you from all the nations and all the places where I have exiled you, says the Lord. I will bring you back to the place from which I exiled you. 
you say, the Lord has raised up prophets of good news for us here in Babylon. But just listen to what the Lord has to say about the king who occupies David's throne and all your fellow countrymen who are still living in this city of Jerusalem and were not carried off into exile with you. The Lord of heaven's armies says, I will bring war, starvation, and disease on them. I will treat them like figs that are so rotten they cannot be eaten. I will chase after them with war, starvation, and disease. I will make all the kingdoms of the earth horrified at what happens to them. I will make them examples of those who are cursed, objects of horror, hissing scorn and ridicule among all the nations where I exile them. For they have not paid attention to what I said to them through my servants, the prophets, whom I sent to them over and over again, says the Lord. And you exiles have not paid any attention to them either, says the Lord. So pay attention to the Lord's message, all you exiles whom I have sent to Babylon from Jerusalem. The Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, also has something to say about Ahab, son of Kaliah, and Zedekiah, son of Messiah, who are prophesying lies to you and claiming my authority to do so. I will hand them over to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, and he will execute them before your very eyes. And all the exiles of Judah who are in Babylon will use them as examples when they put a curse on anyone. They will say, May the Lord treat you like Zedekiah and Ahab, whom the king of Babylon roasted to death in the fire. This will happen to them because they have done what is shameful in Israel. They have committed adultery with their neighbors' wives and have spoken lies while claiming my authority. They have spoken words that I did not command them to speak. I know what they have done. I have been a witness to it, says the Lord. The Lord told Jeremiah, Tell Shemaiah the Nehalamite that the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, has a message for him. Tell him, On your own initiative, you sent a letter to the priest Zephaniah, son of Messiah, and to all the other priests, and to all the people in Jerusalem. In your letter, you said to Zephaniah, The Lord has made you priest in place of Jehoiada. He has put you in charge in the Lord's temple of controlling any lunatic who pretends to be a prophet. And it is your duty to put any such person in the stocks with an iron collar around his neck. You should have reprimanded Jeremiah from Anathoth, who is pretending to be a prophet among you. For he has even sent a message to us here in Babylon. He wrote and told us, You will be there a long time. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Zephaniah the priest read that letter to the prophet Jeremiah, and the Lord's message came to Jeremiah. Send a message to all the exiles in Babylon. Tell them, The Lord has spoken about Shemaiah the Nehalamite. Shemaiah has spoken to you as a prophet, even though I did not send him. He is making you trust in a lie. Because he has done this, the Lord says, I will punish Shemaiah the Nehalamite and his whole family. There will not be any of them left to experience the good things that I will do for my people. I, the Lord, affirm it. For he counseled rebellion against the Lord. Jeremiah 30. The Lord spoke to Jeremiah. The Lord God of Israel says, Write everything that I am about to tell you in a scroll. 
For I, the Lord, affirm that the time will come when I will reverse the plight of my people, Israel and Judah, says the Lord. I will bring them back to the land I gave their ancestors, and they will take possession of it once again. So here is what the Lord has to say about Israel and Judah. Yes, here is what he says. You hear cries of panic and of terror. There is no peace in sight. Ask yourselves this and consider it carefully. Have you ever seen a man give birth to a baby? Why then do I see all these strong men grabbing their stomachs in pain like a woman giving birth? And why do their faces turn so deathly pale? Alas, what a terrible time of trouble it is. There has never been any like it. It is a time of trouble for the descendants of Jacob, but some of them will be rescued out of it. When the time for them to be rescued comes, says the Lord of heaven's armies, I will rescue you from foreign subjugation. I will deliver you from captivity. Foreigners will then no longer subjugate them, but they will be subject to the Lord their God and to the Davidic ruler whom I will raise up as king over them. So I, the Lord, tell you not to be afraid. You descendants of Jacob, my servants, do not be terrified, people of Israel, for I will rescue you and your descendants from a faraway land where you are captives. The descendants of Jacob will return to their land and enjoy peace. They will be secure and no one will terrify them. For I, the Lord, affirm that I will be with you and will rescue you. I will completely destroy all the nations where I scattered you, but I will not completely destroy you. I will indeed discipline you, but only in due measure. I will not allow you to go entirely unpunished. Moreover, the Lord says to the people of Zion, Your injuries are incurable. Your wounds are severe. There is no one to plead your cause. There are no remedies for your wounds. There is no healing for you. All your allies have abandoned you. They no longer have any concern for you. For I have attacked you like an enemy would. I have chastened you cruelly, for your wickedness is so great and your sin is so much. Why do you complain about your injuries, that your pain is incurable? I have done all this to you, because your wickedness is so great and your sin is so much. But all who destroyed you will be destroyed. All your enemies will go into exile. Those who plundered you will be plundered. I will cause those who pillaged you to be pillaged. Yes, I will restore you to health. I will heal your wounds. I, the Lord, affirm it. For you have been called an outcast, Zion, whom no one cares for. The Lord says, I will restore the ruined houses of the descendants of Jacob. I will show compassion on their ruined homes. Every city will be rebuilt on its former ruins. Every fortified dwelling will occupy its traditional site. Out of those places, you will hear songs of thanksgiving and the sounds of laughter and merriment. I will increase their number and they will not dwindle away. I will bring them honor and they will no longer be despised. The descendants of Jacob will enjoy their former privileges. Their community will be reestablished in my favor and I will punish all who try to oppress them. One of their own people will be their leader. Their ruler will come from their own number. I will invite him to approach me, and he will do so. For no one would dare approach me on his own. 
I, the Lord, affirm it. Then you will again be my people, and I will be your God. Just watch. The wrath of the Lord will come like a storm. Like a raging storm, it will rage down on the heads of those who are wicked. The anger of the Lord will not turn back until he has fully carried out his intended purposes. In days to come, you will come to understand this. Jeremiah 31. At that time, I will be the God of all the clans of Israel, and they will be my people. I, the Lord, affirm it. The Lord says, The people of Israel who survived death at the hands of the enemy will find favor in the wilderness as they journey to find rest for themselves. In a far-off land, the Lord will manifest himself to them. He will say to them, I have loved you with an everlasting love. That is why I have continued to be faithful to you. I will rebuild you, my dear children, so that you will once again be built up. Once again, you will take up the tambourine and join in the happy throngs of dancers. Once again, you will plant vineyards on the hills of Samaria. Those who plant them will once again enjoy their fruit. Yes, a time is coming when watchmen will call out on the mountains of Ephraim, Come, let us go to Zion to worship the Lord our God. Moreover, the Lord says, Sing for joy for the descendants of Jacob. Utter glad shouts for the foremost of the nations. Make your praises heard. Then say, Lord, rescue your people. Deliver those of Israel who remain alive. Then I will reply, I will bring them back from the land of the north. I will gather them in from the distant parts of the earth. Blind and lame people will come with them. So will pregnant women and women about to give birth. A vast throng of people will come back here. They will come back shedding tears of contrition. I will bring them back praying prayers of repentance. I will lead them beside streams of water, along smooth paths where they will never stumble. I will do this because I am Israel's father. Ephraim is my firstborn son. Listen to the Lord's message, O nations. Proclaim it in the faraway lands along the sea. Say, the one who scattered Israel will regather them. He will watch over his people like a shepherd watches over his flock. For the Lord will rescue the descendants of Jacob. He will secure their release from those who had overpowered them. They will come and shout for joy on Mount Zion. They will be radiant with joy over the good things the Lord provides. The grain, the fresh wine, the olive oil, the young sheep and calves he has given to them. They will be like a well-watered garden and will not grow faint or weary anymore. The Lord says, At that time, Young women will dance and be glad. Young men and old men will rejoice. I will turn their grief into gladness. I will give them comfort and joy in place of their sorrow. I will provide the priests with abundant provisions. My people will be filled to the full with the good things I provide. The Lord says, A sound is heard in Ramah, a sound of crying in bitter grief. It is the sound of Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because her children are gone. The Lord says to her, Stop crying. Do not shed any more tears, for your heartfelt repentance will be rewarded. 
Your children will return from the land of the enemy. I, the Lord, affirm it. Indeed, there is hope for your posterity. Your children will return to their own territory. I, the Lord, affirm it. I have indeed heard the people of Israel say mournfully, We are like a calf, untrained to the yoke. You disciplined us, and we learned from it. Let us come back to you, and we will do so, for you are the Lord our God. For after we turned away from you, we repented. After we came to our senses, we struck our thigh in sorrow. We are ashamed and humiliated because of the disgraceful things we did previously. Indeed, the people of Israel are my dear children. They are the children I take delight in. For even though I must often rebuke them, I still remember them with fondness. So I am deeply moved with pity for them and will surely have compassion on them. I, the Lord, affirm it. I will say, my dear children of Israel, keep in mind the road you took when you were carried off. Mark off in your minds the landmarks. Make a mental note of telltale signs marking the way back. Return, my dear children of Israel, Return to these cities of yours. How long will you vacillate, you who were once like an unfaithful daughter? For I, the Lord, promised to bring about something new on the earth, something as unique as a woman protecting a man. The Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says, I will restore the people of Judah to their land and to their towns. When I do, they will again say of Jerusalem, May the Lord bless you, you holy mountain, the place where righteousness dwells. The land of Judah will be inhabited by people who live in its towns, as well as by farmers and shepherds with their flocks. I will fully satisfy the needs of those who are weary and fully refresh the souls of those who are faint. Then they will say, under these conditions, I can enjoy sweet sleep when I wake up and look around. Indeed, a time is coming, says the Lord, when I will cause people and animals to sprout up in the lands of Israel and Judah. In the past, I saw to it that they were uprooted and torn down, that they were destroyed and demolished and brought disaster. But now I will see to it that they are built up and firmly planted. I, the Lord, affirm it. When that time comes, people will no longer say, the parents have eaten sour grapes, but the children's teeth have grown numb. Rather, each person will die for his own sins. The teeth of the person who eats the sour grapes will themselves grow numb. Indeed, a time is coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and Judah. It will not be like the old covenant that I made with their ancestors when I delivered them from Egypt, for they violated that covenant even though I was like a faithful husband to them, says the Lord. But I will make a new covenant with the whole nation of Israel after I plant them back in the land, says the Lord. I will put my law within them and write it on their hearts and minds. I will be their God and they will be my people. People will no longer need to teach their neighbors and relatives to know me, for all of them, from the least important to the most important, will know me says the Lord, for I will forgive their sin and will no longer call to mind the wrong they have done. The Lord has made a promise to Israel. He promises it 
as the one who fixed the sun to give light by day and the moon and stars to give light by night. He promises it as the one who stirs up the sea so that its waves roll. His name is the Lord of heaven's armies. The Lord affirms the descendants of Israel will not cease forever to be a nation in my sight. That could only happen if the fixed ordering of the heavenly lights were to cease to operate before me. The Lord says, I will not reject all the descendants of Israel because of all that they have done. That could only happen if the heavens above could be measured or the foundations of the earth below could all be explored, says the Lord. Indeed, a time is coming, says the Lord, when the city of Jerusalem will be rebuilt as my special city. It will be built from the tower of Hananel westward to the corner gate. The boundary line will extend beyond that, straight west from there to the hill of Gareb, and then turn southward to Goa, the whole valley where dead bodies and sacrificial ashes are thrown, and all the terraced fields out to the Kidron Valley on the east, as far north as the corner of the horse gate, will be included within this city that is sacred to the Lord. The city will never again be torn down or destroyed. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.